in-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. What up? It is fourth down in the Steel City. I'm Adam Crowley. That's the voice you hear right now. The next voice you're going to hear is our friend Colin Dunlap. Yes, it is. Uh, Thank you for introducing me, Adam. I really really appreciate it. This is the voice you're hearing, Colin Dunlap. What do you got, man? Man, I'm fired up to do this, first of all. I don't know how much of an introduction people want here or we need to do. People probably know who we are. I mean, they certainly know who you are. And I've been a part of the fan morning show family now for about three and a half months so if you don't know who i am why the hell are you here we're gonna do this every monday and friday it's gonna be fun we're gonna talk about the steelers we're gonna make you laugh you're gonna get angry it's football so that's what this is absolutely all right what do we got today so uh there's news there's things happening you got the ship you be the man you tell me and this is how it's gonna work i think too you tell me what to talk about and i'll follow your lead this is your baby let's go Well, today I sort of had the theme of old quarterback, new quarterbacks, and then other crap for the final segment because, Mm -hmm. hell, why not do two-thirds on the quarterbacks? How about the old one today, Colin? I don't know if I want to date the podcast, but whatever. Ron Cook spoke with Ben Roethlisberger, the former Steelers quarterback, the Hall of Famer, and he sure did have a bunch to say, Colin, including that in his opinion – Art Rooney II wanted him back after 2020. Mike Tomlin was so-so. And Kevin Colbert did not want him back. What do you make of that? You know, I, I thought long and hard about this. And I think some of the words that Ben said were out of line. But that being said, think about how it all worked out for the Steelers. And so you never know how it's going to work out when things start. You just know how it out how it works out with the um, when you have hindsight, right? So Art Rooney got what he wanted in terms of a year in which he put butts in the seats after it came off of COVID and he had taken kind of a, everybody in the NFL did had taken a big loss. So he got the Ben farewell victory tour, right? Or not really victory, but the Ben farewell tour. So that happened, right? They got everybody uh, into the stadium. They got the Cal Ripken treatment. They got all of that. So there you go. People came to see Ben. From a Steeler standpoint, they got a a chance at the dance. They got into the playoffs. They probably played with the quarterback who gave them the best chance, or at least somebody not named Mason Rudolph because, well, Mason Rudolph sucks. And then moving forward, they ended up through all of it being the first quarterback in the draft. So as much as I'm critical of all the things that went down, if you look at those three prongs, ownership got what they wanted. Coaching from the coaching staff, they got probably the best player they could have and a chance at the playoffs. And then moving forward organizationally, is Kenny Pickett going to change things? I don't know. But they got the number one quarterback in the draft. It all sort of worked out where they were able to tank without tanking and still get the crowd and still get the excitement of everybody going down there. Man, that's a really good angle on this, Colin. I think you hit it on the head. And what it made me realize is 
Kevin Colbert, the guy who did have a first-round grade on Mason Rudolph way back when, maybe he still does have it from a quarterback evaluation standpoint, though. If Ben's saying that Kevin Colbert didn't want him, Ben wasn't very good last year. I think you and I agree on that. Yeah, seven fourth-quarter comebacks. He did a lot of bad as well. The offense was as putrid as it's been with a quote-unquote good quarterback under center. Ben didn't play well, and Kevin Colbert saw that coming. That actually gives me a little bit of faith that now Kenny Pickett, their evaluation on him isn't flawed because I was worried about it a little bit with Mason Rudolph being the last guy with a first round grade that they drafted. Yeah, you know, well, let's square that away, too. They had seven fourth quarter comebacks because they had probably 11 times in the first half where they sucked. Correct. So the seven fourth quarter comebacks were needed. But yeah, like I jumble it all about and I say, if these are the, if the, if this is the bottom and this is the bottom point and this is the down point for the Steelers, like I guess I can I can live with it, you know, because Ben was better than what the other opportunity or what what the other options were, but it needs to bounce right ba- back up and be pretty good or at least give them a shot to win a playoff game or maybe win a playoff game in the next year or two, or it was kind of a bad plan. Does Ben Roethlisberger know that he looks like a prick with what he said to Ron Cook? Does he know this? Does he know not about the Kevin Colbert stuff, though? We talked about it on the Fan Morning Show. Kevin Colbert's like the nicest guy in the world, probably a Hall of Fame general manager, and Ben was sort of taking a shot at him there. But Ben said, and I quote to Ron Cook in the Post-Gazette, I feel like the game has changed. I feel like the people have changed in a sense. Maybe it's because I got spoiled when I came in. The team was so important. It was all about the team. Now it's about me and this and that, the other. I might be standing on a soapbox a little bit, but that's my biggest takeaway from when I started to the end. It turned from team first to me type attitude. It was hard. Does he not realize that he was as big a me first guy as the Steelers have seen? I mean, I guess he didn't have his own helicopter and he wasn't going 150 miles an hour on McKnight Road. But, you know, among the quarterbacks in the NFL, Ben's as me, me, me as you'll find. Right, and he was surrounded by me-first guys who are first ballot Hall of Fame me-first guys in Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. So you can still be a me-first guy and not be the biggest me-first guy ever. A lot of quarterbacks are me-first guys. That being said, two things can be true. The team can evolve and become less collegial and less uh, of an organization where everybody's pulling at the same rope and more of a place where everybody's individual and kind of doing their own thing and hoping they win, that can be true and is. That's been the evolution of the Steelers. Chris Hoke has said it. The guys that have retired, Aaron Smith has said it. Uh, Troy Polamalu said it was part of the reason why he got out. That one thing over here can be true, but the other part is the guy saying it today in Ben Roethlisberger could also be guilty of it. The, you know, you can incriminate yourself by, by pointing something out. And I think that in this case, both things are true. There was an evolution in a bad way, a lot of people think, of an individualistic Steelers organization. But Ben also was freaking part of it. No doubt about that. And I've always had a hard time rooting for Ben Roethlisberger. Maybe not way back when at the beginning, but after the motorcycle accident and then after what happened in Georgia specifically, I feel like I'm always explaining away Ben Roethlisberger's faults and talking about how good of a quarterback he was for a decade and a half. 
And I don't know that Kenny Pickett's ever going to be close to what Ben Roethlisberger was at the height of his powers. I don't know that we're going to see a Super Bowl in our lifetimes. I mean, you, you just don't know the way these things work out. I'm happy I don't have to explain away the next quarterback, though. I'm happy that there's at least a guy, if it is Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky, both pretty good guys to this point, I don't have to feel bad rooting for the Steelers. And there was a while there. It wasn't just Ben. It was A.B. as well. I had a tough time rooting for these guys. No, certainly. They're a tough bunch to root for at times. The organization was all over the place. But back to Ben specifically, you know, maybe they're just – Maybe there never was a shift or an evolution in reality to it being someone else. Like maybe he just always was the duration of his career. Okay, we we say this with Evgeny Malkin all the time here in our town. Oh, man, here's what's going to happen. He's going to learn to play under the structure and he's going to do this. Maybe he just is what he is. Yeah, he's 37. Right, and you need to come to grips with it. So in retirement, we've said this about Ben since – Alan Fanica said after he played three games, he didn't really like the guy. We've said he's the passive-aggressive king. We've said, man alive, I love him on the football field, but it's a little bit tough at times to root for him off the football field. All right, maybe that's never going to freaking change, and right now there's no more on the football field. So it doesn't gloss over the passive-aggressive stuff. All we can consume now is Ben off the football field. You know, again, I'm not trying to dog the guy, but perhaps he's just never going to change. And we keep waiting and waiting and waiting and saying, well, it'll be different someday. It'll be, see, there's a growth, there's a maturity, but it's just who he is. And I've accepted that a long time ago. I'm not waiting for something. It's just who the guy is. And there's actually great comedy in this because training camp is right there. I mean, we're a blink away from camp. And Ben's going to not be the guy. And maybe Kenny Pickett's the franchise quarterback. And here comes old Uncle Ben hobbling in with a limp because he was always limping for 17 straight years of his career. And he says, oh, hey, guys, remember me? I'm the guy who's been manning the huddle for the last 15 years. I'm not gone. And I, by the way, still feel like I could have played this year. And if Colbert wanted me, I could have come back. That's what Ron Cook said. Do you think he – I thought of this one today as I was driving around thinking about some things and listening to some sports talk radio. Do you think Ben grows into a Terry Bradshaw-type figure late in life? Man, it's like you're reading off my notepad here, brother, because he could easily distance himself from the franchise or they could get fed up with him. I don't think he would ever get to the point of there being a full divorce because Ben – he loves the spotlight way too much. So when they say – Hey, number seven, come on back. We'll put you in the Hall of Honor. He's throwing out the first pitch at Yinzer friggin' Palooza on the 29th at PNC Park. Like he, After Tommy John. Is Tommy John going first? No, Ben is going to have Tommy John and then go throw out the first pitch. Holy shit. Saying. How stupid am I that I didn't get that joke? I don't even know if I'm allowed to swear, and I did. <laughs> he, he's going to throw out the first pitch. and then, You think he's going to bounce it? No, I think he's going to say I had a UCL sort of something or other, and man, gonna, but I battled through. You know what? I had to throw – I, I threw 85 pitches yesterday to my kid in the backyard. I battled through on no day's rest. 
He is. He's going to throw one right down the pipe, and then he's going to be holding his elbow as he walks off the field. He's going to have one of those contraptions that you like put on, like a jacket that you stack with ice packs when he's doing the post game. When he's doing the post game interview, the post first pitch interview, he'll have ice on it, ready to go, big ice packs. But anyway, continue. I apologize. I no, that's right where we needed to go. I don't think Roethlisberger is going to go full Bradshaw because he needs the adoration. He needs to be in the limelight. But boy, from the time that he retired to the time where Ben departs this earth, he is going to say things that people in the Steelers front office and public relations-wise are just going to have to deal with because he can't shut up. He never shut up. He didn't shut up when he was on the fan an hour before Mike Tomlin's press conference every Tuesday. He started the damn narrative before the coach did. I'm not going to sit up here and react to everything Ben says on his radio show. I think we're the famous words of Mike Tomlin more than once. Um, all right, what else we got? We got to get to a break right? yeah. and then come back. So that's the old quarterback. Up next, how about the new quarterbacks? It's fourth down in the Steel City. You know why we're calling it that, Colin? Because um, the Steelers always make it on fourth down. It's because we don't punt, baby. We're always going for it.